Going Hokey with George Bresnahan. 17th of August, 2021. I'm looking at throwing together a spirituality. Having just finished Bruce Springsteen's autobiography. and How he left the Catholic Church and joined rock and roll. Because it worked better for him than the, the church. So, uh, a couple of things there before we get into to specific quotes of, of Bruce's on the, the general subject of spirituality in the confines of, of rock and roll. Confine that. Not, I didn't mean too much there. But we'll see. It's going to be interesting for this uh, conservative, <laughs> uh, unsexual uh, ethics. Uh, two two uh, observations. One, I was sitting in a, in a Catholic church here in in, uh, <clears throat> in Irapuato, a real old church from the 1600s. Uh, a lot of history has been painted over there on the walls. I think it used to be a, a an ornate kind of place like a lot of other churches here, these old Spanish colonial churches. It, the church is called the... Uh, Church of the Third Order of the Franciscans and the Chichimecas. Which, so it must have been the, the church where the, the local indigenous went, attended mass. Wow, it must have been something else for the Spanish and, and uh, indigenous cultures to clash and, and to meld, meld together. Well, I was sitting there in the aisle praying and and this old man walked down the uh, center aisle with an incense decanter in his hands uh, to well to the swinging to the side no there were very few people in the church mass wasn't happening and i thought gosh you know the catholic church in the in the states and even here in mexico has a a, a pr problem a public relations problem wouldn't it be great? And and why isn't it that that there are not too many twenty-five, thirty-year-old men with tattooed arms and you know a slight um, you know build from from lifting weights, walking down the aisle of a Catholic church holding an incense decanter? Is that too much to ask? But that's that's where I'm going with this this journey uh, to to assess the different spiritualities that are, are being used and to create a, a, a one for, for me and, and maybe something that might benefit you the listener and because an incense, decanter on a chain in a church is not something that a lot of uh, young tattooed men uh, can relate to and, and participate in in the states or even here uh, so we want to look at conservative catholicism but particularly liberal catholicism which i want to uh, include new thought 
New Thought, yeah, all Wayne Dyer, Deepak, Marianne Williamson, all the rest, uh, especially A Course in Miracles, uh, and and uh, Gandhi, because because uh, pure Christianity is also political and it's it's involved with sweat and suffering on behalf of the poor. That's all uh, part of uh, the essence of Christianity. So, and look at art and artists as as spirituality, uh, psychology and therapy, consumerism, achievement, status, sex, drugs and rock and roll, dance and exercise. I want to look at all of them and and see what what uh, looks at, attractive at, in the end. Some some blend of all of the above, some of the above. Second observation is with this Netflix documentary about the Rolling Stones rock band, 2016, their tour of Latin America, uh, culminating in, in the first rock and roll concert in, in Cuba. And they scheduled it sometime during Holy Week. And then for some reason, it got moved to Good Friday. And apparently nobody on the staff, uh, the organizing staff was Catholic because they did not see any problem in holding a big rock and roll concert on Good Friday. And the Pope, Francis, complained publicly and the stones were surprised and offended. Keith Richards said, who is this guy? He's not my agent. I don't need him. Um, why is he picking on us? Uh, so I guess nobody on the staff was Catholic because, you know, Cuba, I don't know to what extent they're still a Catholic country, but I would imagine they are still, even after 60 years of Fidel. So... Catholics on Good Friday don't do a whole lot. Catholics on Good Friday maybe work in the morning and then they go to church and accompany Jesus uh, on his uh, walk to the cross and his death as if it were happening again. And they go home and they don't, don't, don't do a whole lot more that day. In, in Mexico, I noticed they, they go out to restaurants as if um, celebrating Good Friday. Um, now, Francis is an Argentinian. I don't know how they approach Good Friday there, but it, it, the word solemn does come to mind, you know. And uh, But the thing is, and, and, and the, the Rolling Stone staff organizers uh, did make it clear that it is nearly impossible to move a, a date for a concert that is just a lot of work and too much work to, to move a date and they did it once and it was hard and, and they didn't want to do it again they did not so of course the government of cuba understood and they had the concert on on good friday my take on this is when you look at the documentary itself, uh, the 
scenes of the previous concerts of that tour, Argentina, Peru, Mexico City, um, to the, the great extent to which uh, the Rolling Stones are, are adored by their fans in Latin America. You look at the concerts themselves on the, the, uh, in the video, people are, are touched. The Rolling Stones get up there and, and play their music and, and interact with the audience. And of course, all the history behind it and, and all the um, attempts by governments in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s to keep the Rolling Stones away from the, the teens. And that whole, as Keith explained in, in, the, in the film, when you try to keep something away from teens, they, they're attracted to it all the more. So there's a real bond between people in their 20s to 60s and 70s in, in Latin America with the band The Rolling Stones. So you look at what happened in those concerts, how touched they were by the music and the presence of, of these guys, that it's, it's spiritual. Anytime the soul is replenished with good, that's, that's effective spirituality. So it can be said that the Rolling Stones in concert do as good a job as the Catholic Church in, in uh, renewing uh, hearts, in, in uh, nurturing, restoring uh, people to spiritual health. In fact, Bruce Springsteen in his autobiography said that uh, Keith Richards has this spectral beauty. I, I meant to look that up. I, so what Bruce is saying is uh, Keith has a beautiful spirit like uh, that stands out among all the people that Bruce has met. And you can imagine he's met some good people over the years. All right. So uh, I have taken down quotes uh, from Bruce Springsteen's book. Let me see if I can, uh, if I can uh, continue to talk to you and you'll hear me while I have this on, in front of me. As a high schooler, Bruce saw that their rock and roll brought out emotions in their teen audience of joy, sorrow, hope, near orgasm. So he too found the other emotions that their music brought out of the guys. The message was from the guys, don't get too close to our girls. So along with the gratification, Bruce noticed that, uh, that, that they also received the threat of a fist, perhaps several. So he noticed early on the power of rock and roll to bring out emotions. Isn't that something? Joy, sorrow, hope, near orgasm. He could see all this happening in the audience. Wow. As a teenager, because he, he was playing in bands in his teen years. 
uh, everything from, you know, the opening of a car wash to um, uh, resorts on the New Jersey shore with the wealth, uh, wealthy uh, families. Okay, page 167, I wanted to be a voice that reflected experience and the world I lived in. Bruce said that. I wanted to be a voice that reflected experience and that reflected the world that I lived in. Page 169, we, Steve Van Zandt and I, and, and I were aiming for impact, for influence, for the top rung of what recording artists are capable of achieving. We both knew rock music was now, 1972, a culture shaper. I wanted to collide with the times and create a voice that had musical, social, and cultural impact. So you notice he clarified his intention, which Oprah reminded us about today on TV. She knows what she intends to accomplish before she enters into any activity. Page 184, Bruce Springsteen. Music on the radio is a shared fever dream, a collective hallucination, a secret among millions, and a whisper in the whole country's ear. When it is great, a natural subversion of the gatekeepers of, of the uh, status quo message takes place. Okay. And we have one minute, okay. Page 184, Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan and Louie Louie. Let Bruce know that someone somewhere was speaking in tongues. Ro like a Rolling Stone gave me, says Bruce, the faith that a true, unaltered, uncompromised vision could be broadcast to millions, changing minds, enlivening spirits, bringing red blood to anemic pop in the United States, and delivering a warning, a challenge that could become an essential part of the conversation. Page 184, I, I wanted to find a way to honor those who had inspired me. Make, I wanted to make my mark, have my say, and hopefully inspire those who would pick up the flag after me. <clears throat> Page 193, what is the search for redemption, quote unquote? Bruce spent 20 years on that theme. Because mm -hmm. that word redemption kind of confuses me. But uh, all right. So thank you very much, guys.